0: This is Sean Knight from Childbite, and you are listening to the Phantasm Podcast. Phantasm.
1: Maximum terror. Ah!
0: That's your target audience, baby! Phantasm. And you know something?
1: I sort of enjoyed it. Phantasm.
0: Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Tell the Phantasm.
1: Ah! 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 This is oh Dr. Vincent West Medical Doctor with Phantasm and I have Sean with Child Bite. And we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff uh, today. We're going to talk about their new EP, and uh, also your your other band, which I am now going to fuck that up. But um, we'll talk about that as well.
0: Oh yeah, it's all good. Shocked about it. Yeah,
1: that's so cool. So, let me ask you this: So, as far as Childbot goes, just just for me and for our listeners out there, when I put this up, what is what was your role in 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 the band like like as far as like uh, i'm saying that wrong like like uh how did you become involved with childbot i guess is what i would ask you
0: yeah i um at the time this would be shit, 2005 um at the time i was i had been playing for a couple of years in a band more of like a kind of i guess for lack of a better term a quirky indie rock band okay uh Where I was playing, I was, all right, that band had started without me, and I kind of came in midstream, and I sort of, because of that, I think it, and because of uh, my jack of all trades, master of none-ness of me, uh, yeah, I was kind of like, oh, I'll play keyboards on this song, I'll uh, play guitar on this song, Uh, I'll sing on this song, play bass on that, you know, whatever, get some uh, instrument. Uh, switching up here and there and uh, whatever. I was doing that band, and then uh, and that band was seemed to be coming to a uh, coming up to an end, a bit of a crossroads. And I basically was feeling like, oh, I'm not ready to not be doing this stuff anymore. Like I was, that was my real introduction to Hit the road. And, you know, Putting stuff out, you know, whatever. As if I done bands in high school and college, sure. it was all a little bit more low key and just jokey for fun and copies of the tape and stuff. That was my first, uh, get really getting into doing band stuff and you know, those aspects and experiences. So when that band was slowing down, I was like, Well, gosh, right? I've never been really one to, for the most part, I've never not been the one to, uh, join other things. I guess that, that band I just talked about being an exception to that. It's generally, sure. I, I seem to be the one that has to come up with my own party and invite people to join me. And that's what Childbite was. It was uh, another band that that indie rock band had played with and I really liked their drummer and bass player and uh, just thought they had a really cool, interesting vibe and I was like, hey, how about you guys come over to my basement and we'll, we'll try and uh, you know, see what happens if I start playing guitar and keyboards to whatever the fuck you guys are good one. And, uh, that was, that was the beginning of, of the band. And it has gone through many, uh, mutations and various forms over the years. And, uh, but yeah, the beginning was me basically just inviting a couple dudes over, having them, you know, doing some improvising, recording it. I don't know what we were just at the time, probably, some software on my old uh, Apple and uh, and then I would go through and edit stuff and add stuff and nice. try to make quote unquote songs out of those jams And uh, yeah so yeah that was the, uh, the early days for sure
1: that's awesome and then as far as Housecore were you approached by them or did y'all go to them or how did that happen the whole relationship there
0: yeah um, well I uh, it's, that one was definitely a uh, sort of a, a strange who-you-know kind of thing. Um, I, as you might know, in addition to doing music, I do uh, visual art as well.
1: I did not know that. That's awesome.
0: Uh, it's uh, Yeah, I've always kind of been on both paths, even back in high school, you know, starting <laughs> playing in a punk rock band at 14 and being like, well, somebody's got to make the... Cassette cover Somebody's got to make the flyer For right. the call show And that, that stuff Always just kind of Naturally fell into my lap And that uh, Continued on both pads Simultaneously So uh, Yeah A good friend of mine From high school Saw You know We've reconnected on Facebook Years later Saw that I was doing All these like Posters for different bands Doing getting into screen printing And all that kind of stuff and she was like, "Oh, maybe I'll get you to do some art for one of for my uh, boyfriend's band or whatever my partner's band." And it turns out that was Kate Richardson, my like, good friend from my school, who unpronounced to me, uh, "Come close with Bill. And, yeah, uh, they are they are now married. And, uh, so we have reconnected our friendship after having not spoke for a long time our lives kind of different ways. So yeah, so initially start being uh, start doing some, some art for Phil. And uh, I think the first thing was maybe a poster for an arson anthem. Nice. For, uh, yeah. And that was that was cool and then did some art for the illegals and blah blah blah. Um, and around that time childbite had had a zany idea of getting some anal covers
1: oh cool and, and
0: especially at that time i was not quite as screaming and it was more just whatever uh, whatever kind of david yow meets jello biafra thing that naturally comes out of my throat awesome and uh before introducing some somewhat more aggressive tones to the vocal palette but um so at that time, when we were talking about doing Xenon covers, I was also still playing guitar in the band and that time. Really, let's just do it. Record these instrumentals, and we'll get somebody together, we'll like special guest the vocals. Sure. And, uh, uh, and then I was, you know, my my mind went back to high school, as minds sometimes do, and I was thinking about, you know, as far as Xenon Pump is considered, uh, thinking about. You know, going through this, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the whatever, they're going through the liner notes in the CD, remembering uh, I think it was 40 more reasons to hate us was the album, in particular, I I love anal Okay. And, uh, them having, uh, in the credits, seeing that, this was around 96-ish sure, when it came out, and remember seeing in the credits that all these guest vocals by Phil some uh, throughout the record and being like, wow, that's pretty crazy, man, this band is so out there and kind of on the ground just to have, some, you know, basically the biggest band, metal band at the time having their singer come to <laughs> you know, the <They're> <laughs> It was like, whoa, that's kind of cool. And also, pretty much, I believe, it was that same year getting into uh, Pantera's Great Southern Trend Kill. <laughs> noticing in the credits they had Seth Putnam from Anal Country do backing vocals on multiple songs. I'm like, oh my gosh, that whatever just kind of clocked in my head that these two dudes must be buds. Yeah. And so, fast forward to when Childbite's talking about doing some Anal Cunt covers for fun and, and having just kind of been uh, whatever, becoming friends with Kate again and getting involved with Phil on some level mostly art of the time. Whereas uh, as a guy's, I think I know, like, to furnish you for the stars, I think I know like, the ultimate person to focus on this. I have no idea if he would even respond to a message, let alone consider doing this. But, hey, it never hurts to ask. And, uh, we were, uh, fast forward a little bit. We had already recorded these songs, already sent them over. Hadn't really heard much. And we happened to be opening up a show for Down at that show, I remember mean, talking to Phil, basically meeting him for the first time in person, and being like, I, I, heard, I heard the anal cut song, uh, sounds good, I'll do it, but oh shit, okay, alright, it's on. And uh, I mean, it took a while, it took maybe at least another six months to a year, but eventually he got around to doing it, and so that was, that was kind of the first musical thing, childlike. Did uh, with Bill, with and which uh, was a five inch record, a vinyl record, five minutes long, with five minute punch songs, with child a job by whatever this fucking weird unknown band. Right. down doing drop C or drop D, grind four, whatever it was, uh, with one of the biggest bands at all. It's got a, we've done a lot we've been very lucky to be able to do a lot of different things that make zero sense for us and <laughs> just kind of embrace that <laughs> sure and just be like hey I've been able to do some weird shit and uh, uh, thinking completely inappropriate so but it is what it is that's life
1: so for the new EP uh, what was the writing process like that for the, for, the, for the EP for the new one
0: yeah, it was a, it was a little weird because because of pandemic it kind of us off. We, we used to be a band that would just be to get the guys in the room, and figure it out, you know, bounce ideas around, and to blah blah blah, a bunch of some magic happens with the song. Appears. It's changed a little bit over the years. I've I've gotten a little more comfortable personally with uh, writing on my own, and then bringing demos to the band, uh, trying to start like. Started to feel more comfortable getting my ideas together like, as opposed to like, hey, here's a half fake riff, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Sometimes it's cool. The magic of the room is it's cool, but it can also be, I don't know. Sometimes we want to feel like you have some sort of control over what we you could like, yeah, do. You have all these sure. sterile ideas in your head, just to sit down put them together in a way that makes sense. Can make you feel like a, an actual human being. So that's, it was a, a bit more of that. It was, it was kind of a combo of like, like one of the tunes. It was kind of a rare thing where I did the demo, musically, sent it to the guys, and they basically had no notes. So that was like a rare, and that, that'd be the song Cast the which is uh, the animated cartoon, uh, whatever that's in I can say the animated or cartoon. Exactly. Right. Um, that is the uh, animated cartoon that is out on YouTube right now. Um, but then the other songs, we, we basically each took uh, took the reins of a song. And there's three of us in the band because we do not have a full time drummer. We just slot around with our various talented drummer friends. Nice. And, uh, so yes, yeah, so the band is basically the three guys: myself, uh, Sean Clancy, and Jeremy Wong so we 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 wanted three songs. So we're like, all right, each of us take the reins. That past the glue was the one I I initiated. Um, I think the, the Jeremy's song was called uh, ended up being called Swamp Song of the Boiled Dog. I think he, he had an initial demo, uh, which had most of it, and then but the three of us got together and finally you know chopped out some parts, added some parts. Sure whatever, did that kind of thing, but all like, like in the garage band, sitting around in the room together, you know, some speakers and practicing you know, and stuff. Um, and then and then the uh, the third song being Direct for Dystopia, which might be my favorite song title I've ever came up with. It's pretty awesome. Um, I feel pretty good about it, and other people seem to like it too. That one, we, have, we do have a video coming out next month for that, which will be a more uh a live action or cinematic.
1: So, as far as when you guys uh, go play shows with the, you know, kind of a ever revolving dr- drummer, is that hard to? Uh, like, like if you go on, like you have a tour you're going to do, is it hard to pick between some of your friends? Like who goes with you, or is it more of a scheduling thing for them? Like, oh, this person's available, this one's not, or,
0: or scheduling, you know? Or you know, yeah, like if they to do it. I mean, it, it, think the thing; it's, it, it makes it flexible for us, but it's also flexible for them. You know, a lot of them are either people that don't want to be hitting the road all the time. Sure, great drummers. They're, they're all great drummers. They're all very talented people, very cool people that we would want to spend time with. So, <coughs> And they either fall into a category of like they don't want to be going out all the time or they do and that's why they're in a band oh, you know sure and, uh, well, like i said steph's already in a band she probably wouldn't be able to join our band full-time but she seems like she'd want to go out with us if her band is not busy you know so uh and that's, yeah, or, yeah, well, buddies, they're just like, yeah, hey, you know, I got this job now. I don't really want to be doing it. Or the, maybe they're like, hey, I got this job. They like, give me some time off. And, like, we're going to go out. They sure. i my going to throw it again. So, yeah, we kind of just, I don't I don't know how we take the yes And, you know, it's just kind of like whoever, you know, somehow the decision is made. We kind of start to go down the list. And, uh, so, yeah, yes see who's down. And, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, it always works out. So, well, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll commit to a tour first. You know, that's always months in advance. And then it's, and then it's kind of like, all right, the three of us want to do this thing? Let's do it. And, uh, the next question is who's going to be with us. And it always works out.
1: Nice, nice. Um, are you guys planning on doing any other shows this year? Are y'all going to kind of go back on hiatus, or? We got, we got a couple local
0: shows happening and uh and we, uh, we have basically we have a drummer uh that is perfect for those this fellow jeff Porter, who has been in a bunch of bands over the years maybe most notably he was in that band Kyressa okay down in down in georgia yeah. i believe or somewhere around there years ago he was in that band. Um since then he's been in like hardcore bands in Detroit, whatever. Um, I don't think he's really playing with anybody at all. But he yeah, and he's got a full-time job that keeps him busy. So, but he's down to like a show here or there, or a weekend or whatever. Sure. So so we just had a you know, we got a show in a uh, I think a week. show. It'll be a lot of fun. in Detroit, the first Detroit proper show since the pandemic um, with uh, opening up for Macabre and Acid Witch.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: So it'll be a very metal show. It'll be a lot of fun. You know, we, we're, because of the nature of Child, like right, We play all sorts of shows. We'll play with like metal bands or we'll play with hardcore bands or we'll play with like, that tour we just did with this band called Psychic Grave. they are friends of Singer originally was in a band called Arab on Radar. Okay. From the like '90s, 2000s, super weird, you know, abrasive, bizarre stuff. And uh, so that's it's kind of the that's the of, uh, positive of being in a uh, band that hard to pin down genre-wise. Is I mean the negative is sometimes we don't fit. We don't fit anywhere. But then on the positive side, we can fit anywhere. So, uh, yeah. So we got the best show, with, you know, with Bob. You know, love them. And have them for a very long time. As which are Detroit buddies. We toured with them. Oh yeah, they're great. Uh, yeah. So and uh, so that that'll be a lot of fun. Sometimes I go out on the road with them and I'll do merch for them or or uh, do some uh, some rich duties where I'll don the mask and the cloak and hand out candy and. Worms, whether they're gummy or real, to unsuspecting crowd members. So I get to kind of get, to get, like, get a little bit of my gua on with that. <laughs>
1: that's you know, awesome, which is
0: fun. And uh, yeah, so that shows me great. I know we got a show next month in Flint, Michigan, which uh, we have not played in many years. So Jeff's gonna play with us on that. And then uh, yeah, then we're gonna do a tour in, in October. Then down to a festival in Dent, uh, Texas. Called No Coast, which is a very cool, kind of noise rock. Nice festival. So again, you get to go lean lean into that that end of things where it's gonna some really rad bands playing. There's a band called Ken Mode flying in for it. There's uh, a band called Mets out uh, there on the sub pop. Very uh, cool, like
1: right, noisy rock.
0: Oh, that's and, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we're we're just we're, friends with all these people if we get to go down and do this do this show with them and so yeah so well that one will be a little bit longer probably a week or two we'll see how that goes but uh, yeah so we're starting to get out and get back out there um but we're also you know kind of picky about it at this point in our lives sure. you know we've been there done that as far as the just go out on our own and play to two people in El Paso you know night after night kind of deal right so uh Nowadays, we're, we're, yeah, we're all to do so if, if we get asked to play some, you know, open up for some super rad band or play some mad festival, you know, sure, let's do it, you know, but otherwise, we're not, we're not trying to force it at this point.
1: Sure, sure. Um, and talk, talk uh, before we uh, uh, wrap this up, can you talk about your other band and then the new album and whatnot?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other band is called Shock Narcotic. That one is uh, basically want to tap into my more extreme metal roots. You know, I grew up also doing that. Like the very first band I was in was a punk rock band, and then the second band I was in was a death metal. Band. That's awesome. And this is all back when I was like a you know, young teen, so I still have a lot of that. And some of those elements come out in Child but um, but this one, it was like, and, and, and also it was like, oh, it'd be cool to like do some stuff with some other buddies. Um, just for fun like as a side project and uh basically every every dude I asked to do it uh said yes and they're they're all guys that have been doing this shit forever super talented and, and uh, um down which is awesome the uh, bass player named Don he used to be, well it still is that they're just not super active on it he was in a band called Battle Cross yeah so kind of a well-known. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Metal band from Detroit. Uh, got to know him a little bit better when Childbite and Battlecross. Did some, uh, a couple tours opening for supertron And he's just a, a real sweetheart and an amazing bass player. So got him on, on that shot stuff. stuff. Uh, drummer is this guy named Zach Gibson. He's in a band called Shit Life, which is amazing grind band that uh, for years have been uh, practice based roommates with child Bites, so oh, I know that. Cool. he was he was the I believe the first drummer in the band Black Dahlia Murder oh okay so so his roots go back there and he's been in a bunch of other and metal shit in between and um and then guitar on guitar uh is a uh, good friend of mine, Jeff Tuttle who most people know from his years in the Dillinger Escape Plan
1: oh awesome
0: he was, he was in that band for, I don't know, five, six, seven years. Right. So so it's basically kind of like this like, extreme metal uh, super group of sorts. Me being probably the least super of the, you know, I'm just the one that <laughs> put the party together and then invited myself. So, uh, but uh, I'm just tagging along and like riding on their coattails, which has been a lot of fun. And um just doing whatever I do on top of it. And uh, it's, it's, it is fun. It's like, yeah, we're tapping into that kind of like Pig Destroyer, Napalm Death kind of vibes and uh, and throwing in other elements here and there. And um, yeah, so that band put out a record on Housecore, I think 2019. Slowly, slowly, slowly been chipping away at another record, which is basically written. We just got to get around to recording it. Hopefully later this year, that will also be on Housecore. And uh, yeah, that one we don't really at all but we've been doing one-offs and doing festivals and sure we just got to play uh Maryland Death Fest. oh
1: that's awesome yeah so I mean so we went out to that we just got an Airbnb
0: out for four days you know we could have booked other shows we're like nah I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather go catch Punch and Stench and, and uh Cavalera Brothers doing classic tour." yeah yada 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 uh so, we got, we've got, for that band, we've got a couple festivals coming up. There's a Detroit, a festival in Detroit called Rust Fest uh-huh. that we'll be playing in late August. And we also have uh, are playing this other Red Fest out in the middle of nowhere called Full Terror Assault. Uh, that one is in September. It's got like municipal waste, big destroyer, a whole bunch of brad bands on it so uh nice yeah so uh yeah so that's the we're we're keeping that one nice nice and easy just play the the big fun shit
1: dude thank you so much for doing this i hope we can do this again sometime
0: definitely man and you know something i sort of enjoyed it and